Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. For Dishy and Coyne. Call the show at 401-737-1287. Southern New England Sports Original, 1037-WEEI. Right, welcome back to Cordishy and Coyne on WEEI Celtics Bruins. College basketball on the table to start. Also got a text here as well, and I'm just going to, in the interest of full disclosure, I want to answer this okay. uh, before we go any further. Uh, Scott, when I was on your show as your legal guest regarding the Aaron Hernandez case and his suicide, we talked about how committing suicide was the uh, only way he could preserve his NFL pension for his daughter's benefit. Watching the Dynasty Episode 5 reminded me uh, that our speculations back then are still likely relevant. Have a great day, Judge Steve Minicucci. Steve, no, I was just about to say, I thought that was Laura's yep, cousin, correct? Yep. So, Steve, thank you for the text. I, I, I bring that up because I had such a, a busy week. I haven't had a chance to watch. No, I, so they okay. came out yesterday, right? Uh, they came out, yeah. They yeah, Thursday I, night they've been coming oh, out. Oh, I wish I had known that because yeah. I probably would have taken the time, but like my yes, my – Dan's yeah. card yesterday was full, and I'll get to that later on in the show. So yeah. I didn't have time to watch the two episodes. So I that did. doesn't mean if you don't want to talk, you could talk about it, and that's yeah. fine. Because I read the book, so I, and, I, and, you, and I'm going to watch it. We all it. lived it, Scott. Yeah, it's, right. I'm not giving away. Right. It's, it's right. not the season finale of something. Right. Um, no, I thought I, I liked these episodes. I, I think we're very critical here in New England of this documentary because we all point to the things that are getting left out and that sort of thing because we all lived it. This is definitely a documentary for, and my, my friend Kevin Moore from Channel 10, I believe, was the one that tweeted this out. It's basically, this documentary is for fans that didn't follow the dynasty in New England. Because yeah. we all know it. We've all seen it. We all lived it. So we're very critical. And we're like, why didn't they do this? And why did they leave this out? And whatever. But I think we can be critical of, you know, some of the, the things, you know, in terms of the perception in the documentary. Like... I think through the first six episodes, and I bet you in the in the next four, Bill Belichick's being made out to be a villain, and I I don't like that part. Oh of it. well, I I think it's already happening. It's yeah. already happened with like Spygate and everything. I think it's going to go times ten moving forward because it's going to be the departure of Tom Brady. And it's going to be all placed on Bill. Yeah. So so episode five was more about um, Brady and the ACL tear and coming back from that. Oh eight oh nine. Some of the stuff we were familiar with, especially in 09 with uh, Football Life Belichick and yep. following that. So that, it was good, but like I, that part I'm like, I, I get. And it was cool to hear Castle talk about things and, you know, relive that season. He was good that year. He was really good. 
Um, 11 and 5. He was really good. Um, you know, and can I tell you something? Yeah. So, since you bring that season up. Yep. That is the reason for so many years until yes. after Brady left that I thought that Belichick probably had a little bit more to do with the success of the Patriots than, than Brady because he won 11 games with Matt Castle, a guy who never started a college football game oh, at yeah. quarterback. Yeah. And, and, oh, by the way, he won 11 games. Why? Because he, who was in charge of adding talent to the roster, put together a pretty talented roster. He had Randy Moss. He had Wes yes. Welker. He had some studs. So as much as we criticize Bill's drafts late in his tenure, which they were bad, and the talent on this roster when he left, which is bad, um, don't forget that he put together some pretty good rosters, too, outside of Tom Brady. He won 11 games with Matt Castle because he had some studs on that roster. So, uh, uh, good Well, they were I, undefeated the season before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this – yeah, it was a great – it was a really good roster. He was surrounded by a lot of talent. And I think the best thing that they did, which was, I think, the brilliance of the coaching of Belichick and, and the staff at the time, was – they transformed the offense a bit that year, too. They knew that Castle could use his legs better than Brady. Right. And so they allowed him to, even with Randy Moss and Wes Welker, they allowed him to do that because it was a strength of his. So it's interesting you say that, too, because I'm curious to see. Okay, they've already, this documentary has already glossed over. And look, I know the book was from a craft perspective, yeah. right? but they have almost intentionally glossed over anything that makes the crafts look bad. Like the Parcells departure, they gave it one line from Bill Parcells, and that was it. They moved on. They didn't even acknowledge the Pete Carroll years. Like no. they, they just went from Parcells leaving to Bill Belichick getting hired. What happened in those three years in between, right? It's, yeah. It was a steady decline. Um, I, I want to know, are they going to spend any time or a significant time, which I'd like them to do, on the whole Jimmy Garoppolo thing? And why Jimmy Garoppolo left. Was that a craft call, as we're all led to believe? Was that Bill's succession plan? You, and you bring up the fact that they changed the offense a little bit for Castle because he was more mobile. I think that's one of the things Bill liked about Jimmy G, too, because he was more to. mobile. So he's like, Bill thought that he had his succession plan. He thought he had his Aaron Rodgers for Brett Favre. We could move on. I want to know, are they going to spend any time and make the crafts look bad? Probably not. I still, to this day, think that when they traded for Brandon Cooks, that was an eye toward the future and a future offense led by Jimmy Garoppolo. I think that they had that in mind. Yeah. I do. I think that that was in their heads. So, yeah, I think that's a great point, Scott. It'll be interesting to see if they bring that they up. They won't. I, I know they won't, but <laughs> I, I'm pretty convinced after watching the first four episodes yeah. they won't. But. but So, yeah, so episode five was more about that, but six was six was Aaron Hernandez, and it was, it was chilling, some of the stuff. Like, they start the episode – I think it's well done because they start the episode with him in front of a green screen, Aaron, and, like, doing, like, you know, media day shoots. Like, okay, look like this and look, you know, you're, you know, doing all the stuff that's going to, you know, be on the big video board yeah. at Gillette Stadium and all that stuff. But it's, like, it's just very natural. It's very raw. It's very real. Um, the thing that I liked about the episode was the player interviews. They talked to Brandon Lloyd, Wes Welker, and in particular, I thought Dion Branch was fantastic in this episode. Open, honest, because I, I actually didn't know that Dion Branch lived across the street from Aaron Hernandez. Okay. He lived across the street. All right. So he was his neighbor. He saw all this go down. But I think that they everybody in that building saw Branch as the confidant slash, like, the guy that they could go to and say, hey, is Aaron good? 
hey, what's going on with Aaron? Is Aaron good? Yeah. They really checked because they yeah. trusted Branch as a veteran on that team. And did Branch not have any idea uh, as to the type of character that Aaron he allegedly did. was? He did, okay. and, and I think that was that was the most raw and real part of the episode was was Dion was very much like he was wrestling with, you know, boy, I, I did my best to try to keep him in check and warn him, but boy, there were signs there that maybe I could have done more. Yeah. And that's hard to say for a guy like you have your own life, your own family, all those things that you got to worry about. You got to worry about this guy that's on your team that can't take care of himself. Just because Branch was his neighbor and friend doesn't mean he, he's his he's be responsible his to be his yeah. caretaker. I, I agree with yeah. that, Joe. But it was, but it was very because I think Dion Branch is a very caring guy. He wrestles with that, yeah. thinking about Aaron. Could I have done more? Absolutely, right. yeah, no. you know. And I, so I, heavy, I get that. You know, it's a heavy burden. Absolutely, but it was. He was. I really thought he was fantastic and stood out. Yeah. What I didn't like about the episode was that. So they told the story of how uh, Hernandez went to Belichick and said, "You know, I fear for the safety of my, you know, my girlfriend and my daughter." I'd like you to trade me. I'd like you to trade me somewhere out in the West Coast, whatever. And it wasn't it Seattle? Whatever. Yeah, I think it was Seattle. And Bill declined to to trade him, uh, asked if he needed security, whatever. And the perception of that was like, oh, Bill could have prevented. Like, that's how it rubbed Was that before or after he signed the contract extension, Nick? That's the thing, Joe. Like, yeah, exactly. They just invested a huge contract in him. Like, the business side, he didn't know he was going to go out and do what he did. Of course. Like, Nobody saw so that So I coming. hated that perception. I will say this, though. Bill doesn't help himself when he's asked questions and doesn't say anything. Are you surprised by that, though? He doesn't I'm want to not, answer anything. I'm not. Never, I'm never surprised by that. But that's the, those are the times where Bill could help himself a little bit by just saying a little bit more than all he said was, well, it's unfortunate what happened with Andrew. Okay, Turner, but think know? about think about this for a second yeah. too, because I've thought about this. Yeah, when was this whole thing recorded and put together? I don't know. A it couple did. Of years Excellent ago, question. Wasn't it? Yeah. My point is, Bill Belichick was still an employee, an employee and did not feel like his job was in jeopardy. Yeah. If you got him, if you sat him down now, now. he might. Maybe not. He might stick to his character and not answer anything. Still, still stick. To or him. he might say, you know what? Okay, I'll maybe I'm I'll done. be a little bit more forthcoming answering yeah. these. But it's not just that. It's and you're right, Scott, because, you know, with Spygate, same thing. You didn't want to rehash it. Right. The Malcolm Butler stuff, it's already been spoiled. Whenever they talk about it, he doesn't say anything about it there either. Again, because like, he's, he's still the head coach yeah, of the Patriots at the time. But the perception is, you know. But I didn't like that it got painted that, it, or it just came off as, I don't, Joe, did you watch it? No, I, I've okay. seen the first two episodes. I haven't seen four okay. through uh, just To three. me, it came off like, it could have been prevented if he traded him away, and I hated that because I'm like, I don't, I don't like feeling that way because it's like Bill Belichick didn't know that this was going to happen. This is so Red Sox. And, and, and what if uh, Aaron ha- already had stuff that he had done, and that was his way to try to get out of town? Right, exactly. Like, you just you don't know. So, I mean, we had heard a story before of how Hernandez had asked Belichick to maybe deal him away or get him out of here. Um, you know, so it's... It was unfortunate, and then the end of the episode was was really interesting. Kraft basically looked in the camera and apologized. He said, "I'm sorry to anybody that this hurt and the fans and all that jazz." Why do you think that happened? Just another way to make Bob look I good. I know, I know, but I, I you know, it's turning me off on Bob Kraft. It really I know is. it is. I it know is. He, they, they, the, the, the desired effect for the Krafts of this documentary may have been, "Hey, maybe this will help make us look better." 
I think it's doing just the opposite. I think for, for the knowledgeable, lifelong Patriot fans, they're like, no, I see right through this crap. I think you were on that trend uh, even before watching this documentary. I was. Yeah, okay. I was. Yeah, this just solidifies it for you. All right. Um, we'll take a quick break, top of the hour. We'll come back, hour number two. I do want to get into some other Patriots things as well on the other side. Uh, 401-777-1037 is the phone number. You're listening to Cordishi and Coit on Southern New England Sports Original, 103.7 WEEI. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.